delighted to have Winnie Ojanga from Switzerland with me. She's an award-winning fashion designer, entrepreneur, and founder of Her Voice, a platform where women can share their stories. She was born and raised in Kenya. The loss of her mother at a very young age united her family in a special way. They had to keep each other's back, care and learn the lessons of life from each other. Every night and every weekend, they would gather at home and share their stories from the day. These stories connected them, but also taught them things about life. Today, Winnie is dedicated to holding space for women to raise their voices, be themselves by sharing their stories with the community, so they become seen, heard, recognized and respected. Winnie's childhood dream to become a fashion designer fits very well into this because she wants to help every woman to feel special, unique and confident. So welcome, dear Winnie, to this show. I'm so excited to have you here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Esther, for that wonderful introduction. I'm also very happy to be here. And thank you for inviting me on your show. <laughs> so let's jump right into your story. What has been your turning moments in your life? You know, Esther, uh, my turning moment was actually when I realized the, uh, the power of telling our stories, how many lives we can touch with our stories, how many people we can help, how many people we can inspire and encourage with, with our stories. And also on the flip side, I also realized the danger of not telling our stories. And actually, that's why I decided to, you know, jump into the platform of storytelling and sharing. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank and, you. <laughs> and how about it started early in your childhood with this storytelling? Can you share a little bit more about that? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, in Kenya, where I come from, and especially my family, my father used to, to tell us, or our grandparents used to share with us stories. And um, that kind of really awoke my interest, you know. I was a very curious kid when I was when I was young and I loved listening to those stories because I could learn one or two lessons from them. They could teach me, you know, we could relate, tell us stories about, you know, lessons, you know, different things, you know. So it was kind of very, very interesting to listen to those stories. They were very inspiring. Did you have a big family? Yes, I come from uh, a big family. We are like a foot, we are, we are 14 children in our family. <laughs> so that's quite a big family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I remember is that we used to do everything together, close knit, pretty much. We are there for each other, helping each other, supporting each other, and, you know, loving each other. So I come from a very, very supportive family. Wow, this is beautiful. Yeah. And and then you arrived in Switzerland and you wanted to become a fashion designer. Well, uh, I actually, the reason why I came into Switzerland was to join my husband, with uh, whom now we have children. And um, when, I, when I came to Switzerland, <laughs> I had to basically start from zero, you know, going to language school to integrate myself. 
And I tried doing other things before I jumped into fashion and design. I went to business school. I went to tourism school. But then after that, I wasn't really happy uh, because I was very passionate um, about fashion and everything around it. Then after that, I, I went to fashion school. And after finishing the fashion school, I started my collections and I started, you know, <laughs> my career, following my career in fashion. Why do you think fashion is so important for every woman? Fashion is pretty much part of our lifestyle. Everybody, every woman, every man embraces fashion. The clothes we eat, um, how we decorate our homes where we live, you know, everything is pretty much fashion, you know, so it's pretty much part of our lifestyle. And we can also tell a lot of stories through fashion as well. What is the story that you like to tell through fashion? The stories that I, that I would love to tell about fashion is our traditions, you know. I, I, love, I love, whenever I'm creating as a fashion designer, I love going through the fashion history of what, what, whatever region inspires me, the traditions, how they, they dress up, their colors, and many other aspects, you know, so, yeah. And then you created this platform, Her Voice. Let's talk about this. Tell me more. I created Her Voice because the inspiration was actually for me. When I, when I came to Switzerland, I realized how many women were out there and they could not tell their stories. And then I created the platform where women could come up once in a while and then we share our stories. Because, I mean, it's, it's really much frustrating coming from a different land, um, living, living in a different country uh, where you don't know anybody and sometimes you don't even know how to go about it. And I realized that when women come together in a community, we can, we can share, we can, we can encourage each other, we can help each other. And actually that's how her, her voice started. Her voice was founded before COVID. How did you run it before? Her voice was started. We are now five years down the line running her voice it was started pretty much well before before covid and i've been running it i've been doing seasons you know i've been doing um annually and right now we have a chapter that we have started um in kenya that i'm working with women our local women entrepreneurs in kenya where we are doing table banking supporting you know those young women uh who are in business Uh, encouraging each other, telling their stories, sharing their stories, and it's pretty much coming up quite well. Tell me more about it. What exactly do you want to know? How do you do it in, in Kenya? In Kenya, they, they, the, the women, they organize themselves in groups, you know, so they meet like once in a week, or once in a month, they meet, they do table banking, talk to each other, encouraging, encouraging each other, you know, support each other, and many more it's pretty much meeting up and 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 sharing and networking as well oh, great <clears throat> mm -hmm. and what's the story you would like to tell in your upcoming books uh, well uh, that's a project that I, I'm, i'm still working on yeah i want to work on on, on stories but uh, it's something that i still do not want to open up so much about But I, I would love to, to, to share our childhood stories, stories that we heard uh, from our parents, from our grandparents when we were growing up. But I'm not going to go so much into, into details right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Is there one special story you always remember, which is very dear to you and you would oh. tell? Oh, I remember many. I remember many stories as a young kid. There are many. One small story, Winnie, you could share with us. You know, there's this a beautiful story of a young girl who was going to the river and uh, she was carrying a, a pot on, on her head. You know, she was so beautiful in the village. And whenever she got out, everybody was very much interested um, to know her. And behind that beauty, nobody knew that she had some hidden, hidden secrets, you know. So it's, it's such a beautiful story because it, it, it tells us how many layers, uh, how people can have some certain treats in them that they, they are hiding you know, behind that beauty. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Did, did you also share stories with, with your own kids? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I have shared many, many stories with my children, and they also love um, listening to my stories as well, and especially stories that I had when I was a young girl growing up. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yes. I remember I have two boys, and they always wanted to hear a story when before going to bed and I started inventing a story about the, an elephant living with uh, among humans and they always wanted to to hear the continuation of the story and sometimes I was so tired but they say mama please tell please tell it's so funny how these stories they they you, love you, it huh? you know you know Esther where we come from um stories were kind of like a ritual you know like it was a must when whenever people have eaten it was just like the waiting moment you know that uh, it was it was quite entertaining because those days we didn't have um televisions or or, or 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 many gadgets you know or you know so storytelling time was <laughs> was um kind of a very beautiful ritual in my family where i come from <laughs> we were all looking forward for mm -hmm. that <laughs> Yeah. Winnie, what, what is your bigger dream? <clears throat> My bigger dream is to help make the world a better place, you know, um, embrace more humanity. And I would wish that people could love each other more, be there each other, for each other more, um, support each other more, you know. Yeah. So just to see happiness and love in the whole world. And how was it for you this time where the community wasn't there during the pandemic or so? How, how did you um, experience this time, this special time? Oh, this time was, it was, it, it was, this time was very trying for everybody. It was quite a very challenging time. But personally, I, I took it to kind of go back to my inner self and do like a self-check about me, you know. Um, this time helped me also to sit down and restructure, order my life, you know, the way I wanted it. And just go out there and be in the nature, always going out for walks, you know, connecting more with the nature and doing things that are actually neglected you know, for many years. So 
it was a very trying and lonely time. But then, um, thank God I had my, my family is here, my children. So it was quite also a very beautiful time to just have those quiet dinners together, just quiet moments at home. Yeah. I took it in a very positive way, even though it was very tough, mm. uh, especially knowing that my other families, my, my brothers, my other siblings, you know, are all back in, in, in Kenya. So that was also not easy to know that we are apart during these difficult times. Mm. Can you give mm. some examples what you rediscovered during this time? You know, I rediscovered how um, I should embrace more the small things that we always ignore, you know, like sitting down with my children and just going into details and talking into details about everything, everything about life really made me understand them more, you know, because now we had time, more time with the family. We could go out for walks. We could do a lot of things together together. Um, so it made me realize how meaningless, meaningless actually life can be when, when the lights go off just like that. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and when the world opens up a little bit more, what is your dream for then? You mean when, when things get better now after pandemic? Yes. Mm. I want to work more on, on the projects that I've started because now um, I laid a very good foundation. I had to go back and work on small, small things that I, that I neglected, you know? So I want to go full board on, on, on my projects that I've been working on, you know, build on them, you know? And also see if I can expand, spread my wings back to Africa, uh, back to Kenya, where I come from and help more. Mm. Yeah. And how about her voice? Her voice is still going on. We are still working. <laughs> uh, uh, like I told you, we, we are opening different chapters and we have already opened Kenya. Let's see what, what other chapters we shall open um, as time goes by. But we are open to, to spread our wings across, across the globe. Yeah. So Winnie, do you want to share some lessons you've learned in life? I've learned so many lessons, very, very many lessons, actually. Um, what I can share with the world is just learn to just be brave to say no. It helps. Set your goals, goals and priorities and clear boundaries. That's very important. And I've also learned to always give your best in whatever you do. Like you have to give it all, you know. There's no shortcuts. You have to just go out there and put your gifts, put your passion, put love in whatever you're creating and create it with love. And that's how the universe will receive it. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. if you started writing a book, where would you start with your story? Definitely, I would start with my childhood. I, I remember my, my, my childhood with, with a lot of with a lot of love, um, even though there were ups and downs, there were pains, you know, losing my mom and, and all that. But um, I, I have taken all those challenges as, of, you know, growing up and learning from, from everything. Uh, I would actually start from my childhood. 
Mm. How yes. old were you when your mother died? I was two years old when Aww. my mother died. Yes, pretty young. <laughs> and the only memories I'm left with are what I hear from people. <laughs> they tell me <laughs> stories about her. And um, so very inspiring. Sorry, sorry, Winnie. Yeah. Were you the youngest? Yes, I yeah. am the second last born in my family. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Winnie, when you think how you grew up and when you see how your kids are growing up, what mm -hmm. do you think is emotionally a big difference between Kenya and Switzerland? You, you, you know, uh, there's a very big difference because um, in, in Kenya, where I come from, or generally in Africa, a child belongs to the community. So basically, every member of the co community can always come in, come in and have something to say about the child, especially in terms of, of discipline or things like that. But then in Switzerland, the, 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 the difference is that the child belongs to you as a parent. <laughs> you know to discipline them the parenting is basically <laughs> you and the the, the 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 children of today are quite very open-minded there's a very very big difference um if you look at it if i compare my childhood and 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 basically how the children of today are big difference and it's teaching me one thing to to remain teachable <laughs> i'm still learning learning even with them you know just doing a lot of talking, listening to them a lot as well. Because <laughs> I, I realize that's very important to listen to, 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 to learn to listen to your children. Mm -hmm. That's very important. And just talking basically to the, with them and to them. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm, beautiful. Where can people reach you, Winnie? Well, I am very much present on social media. I am on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Winnie Ojanga. You can also find me uh, on Facebook at Winnie Ojanga Official. You can also find me on YouTube. My channel, I have a channel, uh, Her Voice by Winnie Ojanga. Mm. Great. Mm -hmm. So one last word, Winnie, for our audience, something from your wisdom. You know, the, the last word that I would tell people out there is that don't stop growing keep on growing and keep on sharing your gifts to the world and with the world always learn to just be ready and go out there and do whatever whatever gift and, 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 and practice whatever gift God has given you with a lot of passion and with a lot of love that's very important mm. Thank you so much for having been here and sharing your wisdom, Winnie. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you to Esther for having me. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you mm -hmm. very much.